Welcome to Talking with Fred. This is Tony. And I'm Joel. And we are continuing the Omar, the counting, and this week we are talking about victory. We're on our way to Pentecost. Yes, we've already hit the halfway mark, and now we're on the other side of the mountain. Now, so So Tony, tell me what victory is about. Victory is, in my opinion, the overcoming of an obstacle. Right. Being able to um, win. Basically, in okay. my opinion, is winning over the situation that you're dealing with. And would you say winning is about? Because that, I think that's how I think that's how most people would describe victory, mm-hmm. right? It's some form of winning, right? Right, and and it's not wrong; it's right. But what do you think about when you think about winning? Most people think about first place, yeah, which is not the case. I think it's just passing the line. Right. As long as you can get to the end, right. that is a win in my mm, opinion. Mm. Because it, we, we did talk about that. Yeah. Everyone wants to be first. Right. But Paul does not talk about being first. He mm. just talks about crossing the line. Right. And that's what's important. And it is. And it is important. And, and unfortunately, we have this, this concept or this idea that, that winning is about, you know, who has the most, most points at the end of the game. And so there's a winner, and that means that there has to be a loser. And so, you know, somebody has to lose. Right. If there's a winner, there has to be a loser. That is a concept that we see today all over the world. We see it economically. We see it politically. Yeah. We see it socially. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about winning. And everybody else has to lose. It has to be me first. It has to be me greatest, me biggest, me everything, right? But that's not what we talk about when we talk about winning. In fact, Paul describes it as perseverance, as enduring, as hanging in there. And the interesting thing is that, that when we talk about it biblically, we're talking about, we're talking about consistency. We're talking about persevering, we're talking about enduring, and all of that has to do with eternity. Mm-hmm. Because does eternity win? Eternity just continues. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's it. Yeah. There's right? no clock. There's no time what? off. Exactly. There's no pause. Exactly. It's just ongoing. It just continues. Yeah. Right? You know, how can eternity win? <laughs> and if eternity wins, then who loses? Yeah. Right. Well, do you do you want to go down the whole heaven hell thing? Is that a, <laughs> no? I mean, <laughs> no, no. But I mean, the point about it is, is that Paul talks about the consistency in life. It's being consistent, being who you are, being authentic, yeah. having integrity, having character. In fact, Romans five, right? That's where Paul says that suffering, tribulation, difficult mm-hmm. times, right, right, that creates in us perseverance. Builds and, character. Exactly. And perseverance. I love saying that to people. <laughs> and perseverance builds character. I say that to my kids all the time. I'm like, I'm, they're, they're like, I'm cold. I'm yeah. cold. I'm saying, well, you, you know what cold does? What? Builds character. Yeah. Keep walking. <laughs> and mine say, you're so hard. You don't understand anything. You're just so hard. Yeah, because perseverance develops character. Yeah. And character gives hope. And that's interesting. That in this in in Christianity we have this idea that suffering creates hope. You don't find that in the world. No, you don't find this idea that hardship tribulation creates hope. Well, you I mean, you always look for the light at the end of the tunnel. Exactly. We we want a pill, right? Mm-hmm. If it if it hurts, <laughs> right? Give me a pill. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 If I've done something I regret, give me a pill. Yeah. 
That's our answer for everything, right? Yeah. Easy way out. Where, where God says, no, life has consequences. Yes. And sometimes you're going to have to go through something yeah. in order to get to another place in your life. And that is what it will create hope. The process of going through something that's difficult, mm -hmm. the enduring of something that is hard, is what's going to prove to yourself that you're strong enough to get to it, through it. We're and, starting to see that. I mean, Western civilization, sometimes it feels like it's easier to be a Christian. Not totally true, but we see it in places in third world countries or countries that don't want to accept the gospel, right. where people come out and they do preach the gospel under the threat of the penalty of death. And whereas we in Western culture, the most we deal with is people just screaming at us and yelling at us, trying to shut us down. And I think it's interesting, too, to, to watch people, especially in media, you can always see and hear who has faith and who doesn't have faith, right? Mm -hmm. Because those that don't have faith, they they talk about they talk about winning. They talk about yeah. I've got to be first and everybody else has got to lose, right? And I think that's that's interesting to to confront that in an everyday scenario, in an everyday part of life. Yeah. You know, being able to say to my children, you know, don't try to avoid the difficult things in life. Don't try to avoid the, the things that are going to demand something of you. And how do I teach them that? Well, I teach them that by making them wash the dishes or make up their bed, right? Yeah. It, because it's all it starts there. It's something that's insignificant. Yeah. But if you do it, then you accomplish something. And yeah. that makes everything work better. And then that builds confidence and that brings through. And then you can begin to think, well, hey, if I can do this, yeah. then I, may, can, I might could find a job. I right? say that to my daughter. Sometimes she hates walking to the bus, 10-minute walk. Right. And she'll complain about it. Right. Back to, you know, this builds character. And I, when we sat down on the bus one day, I told her, I said, I know you're tired, but think about it. You have your backpack. It feels heavy. You have to say to yourself, if I can make it here. In 10 minutes with my heavy backpack, imagine what I can do right. with anything else. And, and imagine the fact that, hey, I'm going somewhere. Yeah. Right? And, and the wonderful thing is that God's given us this wonderful ability to complain. <laughs> yeah, right? I know. It. Yeah, but I mean. Egg on my face. Yeah, but I mean, think about it. I mean, you know, he gives us this, this ability and this opportunity to vent, to let it out. Yeah. Right? And then to continue on. And I think that that's really, really. But I think also there comes a point where we have to stop complaining. Well, I mean, I mean there's times, as long as you're moving forward. Yeah. Right. If you're stuck in a situation and that's all you're doing is repetitive, then yeah. you're just. You, I mean, if you. Yeah, because then you start beginning to talk about, you know, being negative or positive or, or whatever. Right. But right. I mean, there, it's not a bad thing to, to say to yourself or to someone around you. Hey, this is hard. Don't be so arrogant that you can't admit the fact that something's difficult, right? Because the whole point about this is we endure the difficulties because we know that that things are not always going to be easy. That these things are not going to be easy in our relationships, in mm -hmm. our marriages, on our in our jobs, um, what we choose to do in life, whatever f friends we have. We're going to go through difficult times. Family, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that creates difficult, trying times occasionally. Yep. You know, everybody you doesn't get move along. forward. Yeah. yeah. Look at the, the entertainment industry, right? What do they make fortunes off of? Showing people's conflict. 
Yeah. Right. It's all reality now. It's all mm-hmm. let's put two people in together in a house and watch them fight. Right. <laughs> Let, let's put two families together and watch them not be able to agree. Or let's get yeah. inside of some family and let's uncover how all really the how they really are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and because we, we love that. Right. Yeah. I mean, we just love that. But the fact of the matter is, well, it, it helps us. I think it helps us too that we feel better about ourselves saying, OK, well, that's the worst that they're dealing with. Well, what I'm dealing with is not as bad. So right. you kind of measure yourself accordingly to it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, 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 and if you're going to endure, then you've got to have patience. I don't ever ask for that. Right? <laughs> you got to. Yeah. Right? And the interesting thing is that when, when Paul writes about that, right? And it depends on the translation that you read. Sometimes in the older ones, it talks about uh, suffering. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or in the newer it, it, translations, talk about suffering. The old ones talk about tribulations. They talk about perseverance. But some translations use patience, and patience creates experience, character, and that gives us hope. And I think that's a that's a really good way to look at it, right? Well, are you a patient man, Joe? Well, I don't think anybody is innately patient. Yeah. Right. I don't think that those are some. That's something that just. Some people are, some people aren't. That's one of those things that has to be worked on. Yeah. There are things in life that you have to make an effort. Oh, big right? time. And, and, and we hear that a lot, right? Well, I'm just not a patient person. Well, become a patient person, right? I mean, it's the whole point about don't hide behind an excuse. Yeah. Which so many people do today, right? Well, I can't do that because I'm not a patient person. Yeah, well, it's not like you have a DNA <laughs> of one thing or another. You know, learn how to do it. Yeah. Learn what patience is all about, right? And, and the problem with it is that patience is learning to accept and being tolerant. You have to be able to accept the situation. And so when somebody says, oh, I'm not a patient person, what they're telling you is I'm never going to accept anything or anyone else, anything that's different than me, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to tolerate anything. Yeah. Well, we're not going to get very far in life that way. No, because you're kind of, yeah. Well, isn't you know, that like the definition of insanity? You're just doing the same thing over and over. Then you just do the same thing again and again and again, <laughs> expecting a different outcome, right? Yeah, and that and just that doesn't work, work that way. No. And and the the problem is, you know, you can say, well, I'm just not a patient person. Well, okay, then you're never going to have a relationship. So don't be surprised yeah, when, when your relationship work. <laughs> leaves, right? Yeah. When the person that you really love and want to be together with walks out the door and says, I am tired of this, yeah. right? Well, then don't be surprised when families can't agree on how to go forward. Yeah. Don't be surprised when a boss says, you don't really fit into this business. Thank right? you for your time. You know, um, don't be surprised <laughs> yeah. at failure. If you're going to say, I'm just not a patient person, yeah. you can say, I don't have a lot of patience, but I'm going to work on it because I'm going to accept, I'm going to tolerate, I'm going to go through what I'm facing, and I'm not going to give up. I, I will say this as a challenge to anybody. If you really want to test your patience, go work at a school for about a week. Yeah, Be a substitute for one week. And see how much your patience exactly is challenged. If you just keep this idea that, you know, I'm not a patient person, then you're just going to be annoyed by everything. There was a there was a moment one day I I was actually proud of myself on this one. I had a student one day come up. I'm trying I was trying to um, explain and go over the assignment yeah. that the kids were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And this boy, he was very impulsive. He just, no filter in his brain, in his mouth. 
And he kept calling, he started calling my name quietly. Mm. And I ignored him because I had to get this out for right. the other kids who were also struggling. And he continued calling my name and calling my name. And gradually it got louder and louder and to a point where he, considering I'm tall, mm-hmm. and now basically in my face, quote unquote, mm. screaming my name. <laughs> and I, every ounce of me, my blood boiling inside, trying to just get past what I'm trying to do and, and ignore him and what he's doing, his behavior. And finally he stopped and went back to his seat. And when I finished, I addressed him. And it was like, yeah. <laughs> it was it was a challenging moment yeah. in my career with working with kids. Right. But I can say I'm proud of myself okay. for and that's that's a really good picture because how would you describe then what you were doing? You were you were basically standing your ground, mm-hmm. right? You were standing firm. Yeah. And remember, that's where we're going, mm-hmm. right? The, the last thing that we're going to deal with in the kingdom of God is this ability to stand. Mm-hmm. Because if you can stand, then you can bear the glory of God. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about on Pentecost, right? In this idea of if I'm going to be a patient person, yeah. then I have to be able to stand on my own two feet. Yeah. I have to be able to stand firm, not be hard. We're going to get to that, but yeah. I have to be able to stand firm. Well, right? the old science thing that says a body at rest stays at rest. Right. And, <laughs> and I think that one of the fascinating things about, about you know, the theology and what Jesus teaches us is the, how all of this works, because it works so contrary to a lot of things that we, that we take for granted. Mm-hmm. We take for granted that victory means who has the most points at the end of the game, right. right? We think that the one that is victory is the one that has the most money, the one that has the most land, the, the one that's killed the, many, the most people in war, yeah. right? That's the victory. That's not what God talks about. God talks about to be able to endure, to have perseverance, and that demands that you can stand firm. And you can't stand firm. Yeah. Unless you have your identity in place. You got to know who you are. I I think about uh, soccer, football, as the rest of the world calls it. And every so often I tell people, do you know why in the United States football is not our number one sport? Mm. And they look at me puzzled and they'll say, why? I said, because in football, you can have a game where they can go 0-0 throughout the entire game, 1-1, whatever. They can say, man, that was a fantastic game. Right. Wow, they did a fan, you know, they're just amazing. Yeah. I said, for us, that's not the that's not the story. Right. We will get annoyed and say, no, we want a winner and a loser. We pay a ticket to see somebody win right. and somebody lose. Right. We'll stay here till yeah, after we'll, midnight. We'll continue, right? <laughs> and they did that in the 70s. But but in, in for example, with baseball in Japan, yeah. the perfect conclusion to a baseball game in Japan uh, is a tie. Yeah. They love that. It's we a, continue for innings. Yeah. You know, we did we'll that in basketball night, in, the, right? in the 70s yeah, with Jerry Overtime. <laughs> yeah. you know, sudden death. Yeah. Right? Multiple Which is over, a, yeah. a funny way of expressing it, right? Yeah. It should be sudden life, but it's yeah. not. It's sudden death. <laughs> because we have this idea. Yeah. The winner gets to live. The yeah. loser dies. Yeah. And, and so it, that is just such a backward way of looking at things mm-hmm. because to win, to be victorious— to have an eternal life yeah. demands that we learn to endure. Yeah. That we don't become annoyed 
that we learn to be patient, that we learn that we keep putting one foot in front of the other, and we move forward. Well, it's not a competition. I mean, your life, your soul matters as much as mine. Right. And if we push forward and we push each other, we can see each other succeed. Yeah. And to me, that's that's building the kingdom, and so trying the, to get people to succeed to right. get to heaven. And the, and the fascinating thing is that when you begin to look at this, that this whole idea of victory, of persevering, of enduring, in the Old Testament, it's it's defined as enduring. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that has three fundamental concepts behind it, mm-hmm. which which again is where theology just kind of comes into your life and just turns everything upside down because we're talking about standing firm we're mm-hmm. talking about standing on our own two feet and the first concept in the word for endure right the first concept is making a decision your head mm-hmm. the opposite end of your body <laughs> right we're talking about your feet yeah which in theological terms, that's what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. To being able to stand firm, to be able to stand, you know, you have to be able to stand on your own two feet, yeah. right? And so then if you're going to endure, then it goes to the extreme other end of existence. It goes to your head because you have to decide, right? I'm not a patient person. No, I am going to become a patient person. It's going I'm to going to learn work, how to endure. I'm going to do this, right? So the first thing, right, is that you have to be able to choose. Mm-hmm. Are you going to stand or are you going to sit? That's that, a good question. That, okay, that Take, puts it in perspective. Put right? this on pause for a moment and reflect <laughs> on it. Right. It's Ask not a this. We're being serious. Put Ask yourself pause. this question. Yeah. Am I going to stand up Yeah. or am I going to sit down? Am I going to am I going to grow or am I going to digress? That's it. Digression and also stagnation. Because Remember, if you sit down... Death, you're not going to get anywhere. No, and that's death. Right. You're not going to get anywhere. Nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to get better. You're just going to sit there until you rot away. I remember seeing that in um, the Pilgrim's Progress. Right. It was in the movie, and there was one point where they were going through a path in the forest. Right. And they started getting delusional and started to pass out, and they realized they had to keep going because otherwise— they were going to be captive. Right. And so, yeah, exactly. And so now we've got this idea, right? Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to go out on a limb here and, 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 and say, we're going to choose to stand up. So now we're standing. What are you standing on? <laughs> You're standing on your two feet. Yep. Now, isn't that fascinating? Because that makes you consider. We're being very considerate metaphorically. Right. Yeah. Well, also very physically mm-hmm. because there are two feet. Mm-hmm. There's not one foot. No. There are two feet. So what does that mean? That means if I'm going to accomplish anything, Mm -hmm. I have to learn how to get along. I have to learn to cooperate. Yeah. Okay? Because both feet can't move forward at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Okay? That's true. Right? Yeah. So, okay, then this whole idea of accepting and tolerance takes on a totally different dimension. Mm -hmm. Right? Because if I am intolerant, if I don't accept anything that's different to me, basically what I'm saying is I want both feet to move forward at the same time. That is impossible, right? So cooperation. Yeah, hopping is the can next only thing. go for so long before you say, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? And so the, the wonderful thing 
about walking theologically is that one foot is put in front of the other in order to be able to bear the body forward. So if I want to move forward, if that's my decision, Mm -hmm. my decision is, you know what? I have sat here long enough, Mm -hmm. right? My marriage is not getting better. My family situation is not getting better. My work situation is not getting better. I'm not accomplishing what I'm dreaming about accomplishing, right? I'm going to get up and I'm going to go somewhere. Well, mm-hmm. to do that, right, you first to have to accept the situation as it is. Yeah. Be honest with yourself. Yeah. Right? Then you have to be tolerant that when you have an opinion, somebody else is going to have a different opinion. Yeah. Right? And so then you have to begin to say, okay, I'm going to move forward by learning how to cooperate, by learning how to accept, by learning how to be tolerant, because that allows me to put one foot in front of the other and my feet learn to cooperate with each other, right? Mm-hmm. My feet, through my brain, that has made the decision to move forward, then my f- brain tells my feet, work together. <laughs> yeah. Right? Work together. And we move forward. When, when you're discussing tolerance and exception, right? are you meaning just saying, okay, for example, lifestyle, people's lifestyles. Right. Meaning they have the freedom to live their life as God intended. Be do you, but I also have the right. Yeah, but but I don't look at so much about, about rights because we talk well, a lot so much about rights. Right, but meaning that meaning that I'm going to live my life how what is right, right what is best. You're living your life because you God, think. Jesus teaches us we cannot hate. No, right. We all we have to love. Yeah. So I have to I have to accept that they're there. I mean, Jesus ate with the sinners. Yeah. And I mean, we look at it in terms of today in things, whatever side you're on in any argument, yeah. we look at it what's what's disgusting today. Yeah. But if you look at the life of Jesus, he did what was disgusting at in that time, yeah. right? I mean, he 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 associated with with those that were considered immoral, those that were considered mm-hmm. uh, disgusting, right? And so, I mean, it's this it's this point. This idea, I can't hate, but I don't have to affirm. I don't have to say, That's what I was trying to oh, get I at, think this affirming. is wonderful, Yeah, right? I can, I can say, you know what? I accept you, and, and I love you as a created person by God's grace, Yeah, but I can't affirm and agree with what, with you're, what doing. you're doing. Right. And then know why. That's what really, to me, is frustrating because we mm-hmm. have so many people, especially in the faith community, mm-hmm. that stop right there. Right. They say, oh, you have the right to be who you are, but I have the right to disagree. And then they can't tell me why they disagree. Mm -hmm. Right. And then they start going to all of these, you know, ridiculous, in my opinion, um, answers and discussions about, well, the Bible says so or that's the way it's done. No, no. Explain to me why Mm -hmm. your lifestyle would be better. Conversation is always a good way to do things. Um, there was someone, I made just a, what was it? There was a program that just came out and people were very excited. And I just simply said, there was one particular scene I didn't care for. I just said, well, everything was good. I just didn't think this was anything that added to the plot of the story. One guy, one made a stink about it. And I said, well, here's the thing. If you want to have a conversation, let's have a conversation. If you want to have an argument, personally, I would rather have the first and just leave it at that. We can discuss why. I don't care. I'll open up about it. Yeah. You know, and that's okay. But I mean, you know, it, we just don't have a lot of people that, are, that have the ability yeah. uh, or even the want to, to explain to someone, well, why first. do you live the life do you live? 
Yeah. Right. Why do I live the life that I live? Why am I a monogamous mm-hmm. person in a world where everyone is arguing for the opposite? Whether you look at it as serial monogamy, right? That's just listen. Being being divorced Married three divorced. or four or five times <laughs> is no different than having five wives at one time. Yeah, it's just a different definition. It's just serial monogamy, right? Yeah, I just take them one at the time instead of all five at one time. Why do I? Why do I choose to be monogamous? Well, I'll tell you. One of the fundamental reasons is. And I'm not saying that this is, is, is wrong, but I'm not. I think it's really sad when people are in a situation, children are in a situation where mom and dad says, we have my and their and our children. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, this whole idea of step children. Yeah. And you know what I think is any, what is even more disturbing, one of the most searched pornographic subject is sex among step relations that i think is sad mm-hmm. if you're monogamous if you've been one together with one person which demands patience and tolerance and acceptance and hard work yeah. and the long run and enduring and perseverance yeah. but it creates character and it creates a victorious life mm-hmm. because my children are our children yeah. period that's why i live the way i live i like knowing that my family is my family yeah. That my family, my children are my children. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about anything else because of that. It's a wonderful birth control. If I have with one woman, I can't have five others with five other kids. Yeah. I mean, I've got, we have six children. Yeah. Can you imagine I had six children with five different women? I would have 30 children. Yeah. Right? I yeah. would be in an insane asylum. Yeah. Right? Lady, I saw a thing, one lady, she was like, she was gloating about having kids with different men, and all it was was for a paycheck. Yeah. And, you and know, now you can't even imagine being a child in that environment, knowing right. that all I'm here for is for a paycheck. And Thanks. We, I'm and loved. we know historically yeah. that monogamy has contributed to our economic success mm-hmm. on, a, on a multitude of parameters. And so I can go into that discussion because I've thought about it. Right. I don't just say, well, this is what God wants. Well, read your Bible. I mean, Abraham had several wives. And concubines. Concubines and mistresses <laughs> and my God, whatever. No, I live the way I live because this is why I want to do it. Yeah. Right. And and forget all of the religious talk mm-hmm. and talk about this is why I do what I do and this is the reason why. Because I want to move forward. Mm-hmm. Right. I want my feet. To cooperate with each other well, and also, move me forward. Well, it also comes with strength and love because mm-hmm. you're, you're, you've made your stand. And that strength of character, you're saying, I made my yes, my yes, right. and my no, my no. Yeah. I said yes to this woman. I said no to everyone right. else. Exactly. My attention is on her. Love. And her is on mine. Right. So why would you say, Tony, that it's important for us to move forward? Well, I mean, if you, if you don't move, you're going to be where you are. Right. You're going to end and up. And why there. is that a negative thing? Well, it's death. Because, yeah, and the reason that that is is because life is a flow. Life is moving forward. Lifetime moves on, right? That's yeah. the old saying. Time marches on, right? <laughs> it was that old man you talked about one right. time. 
I can never talk to anybody. Why? Because right. nobody ever wants to nobody talk about ever, what I want to exactly. talk about. What is that? Horse buggy. <laughs> yeah. He was he was a hundred and <laughs> he was a hundred and four years old when I knew him. And yeah. I knew him as a child. I was about ten years old. Yeah. Right. So we're talking about around nineteen seventy. Mm-hmm. Right? And he ago. was a hundred and five years old. He had been born no, he was hundred and three. He was born in eighteen sixty eight. Yeah. Right. And he and he could remember the time in Florida when the Indian tribes migrated from the coast to the inland every year because they come across their land every year. Mm-hmm. He remembered when everybody rode around on horses. That was the life that he lived, right? There he sat in 1970 yeah. in a house with electricity, with and everybody he knew was dead, and nobody wanted to talk about his childhood because everybody wanted to talk about cars, and he wanted to talk about horses. <laughs> And and the point about that is, you know, he realized that's never going to happen because mm-hmm. life is a flow. Mm-hmm. Time moves on. It happens. And if I am going to keep up with the flow of life, then I have forward. to put one foot in front of yeah. the other. And to be able to do that, I have to learn to be tolerant and patient. Yeah. And, Nostalgia and to, is great. Yeah, I love looking at the old things from okay. the 80s and 90s, but unfortunately, we're not there. So, so tell me, Tony, <laughs> what do you think? The biggest threat to victory, to moving forward. What's the biggest threat to that in your life, my life? Looking back. The thing that keeps people from moving forward is fear, Mm -hmm. right? We talk about faith as being taking a step in faith, Mm -hmm. taking a step out into the unknown, Mm -hmm. right? The problem with that is people say, I know what I have in my hands. I don't know what I'm going to get, No. so I'll stay where I'm at. Unfortunately, I meet a lot of people that are in a difficult situation, and they say in so many words, I know that this is painful. Yep. I know that this is really hard, but I've learned to live with it. Mm-hmm. I know what I have. I've learned how to survive. Yep. If I let this go, if I forgive and let this go, and I what move forward, I and I put a, a f- one foot yeah. in front of the other, what am I going to have? Well, it's, right. it's that identity and thing again. And so then, again. then they decide to, to hold on yeah. to what they have. This is my identity. And this so it's the it. fear and anxiety yeah. of if I go with the flow of life, if I put one foot in front of the other, if I move forward, what's going to happen, right? Well, you're going to leave behind the horse and buggy. Yeah. But hey, there's a car waiting for you out there. Eventually, right? a flying one. But, but Hopefully. But yeah, right. And, <laughs> Or yeah. a hoverboard. Who knows what they're going to do in a hundred years, right? <laughs> yeah. I won't be here to see it, but you know, who knows how they're I going to I hope so. <laughs> um, but but the point about it is, it's fear that keeps us, yeah, that holds us back, and fear and anxiety and those things in life they come from worrying, mm-hmm. they come from imagining well, in the, our the thoughts. Old question is, what what did Jesus say? Who amongst you can add a single minute to your day by worrying? Yeah. And where's where do you worry? What, where in your body do you worry? In your mind. Exactly. Yeah. So now we're at the extremes again, right? Mm-hmm. We've been talking about the head and the feet. And so now we full circle. Now we're back to the head. Up in the middle of the so night what, for five hours what worrying is, about something you can't do at that moment. Right. And what is that accomplishing? Nothing. That is accomplishing the defeat of you making a decision to move forward. Yeah. Well, you end up just sitting right? there. So Right. So you just continue to worry. And it's like a treadmill, mm-hmm. right? You work really hard, but you don't go anywhere. 
Yeah. Right? You can run 15 miles on a treadmill and never move an inch. Yeah. Right? You've work. worn yourself out. You're exhausted. You can't do anything after that. You have run yourself to death. Mm-hmm. Your heart's stronger, but you're not, you have not moved an inch. Mm-mm. Right? Because that's the way it is. And when you worry, you defeat yourself. Yeah. Right? No victory in it. Yeah. Exactly. And you become uneasy, right? Bitter. You become uneasy. Yeah. And, and that's the opposite of being easy. Yeah. Easy simply means I can do something without a lot of effort. Yeah. Uneasy means this is going to take a lot of effort. <laughs> yeah. Right? And so yeah. we're lazy. Yeah. So we say, ah, I'm not going to do that. Well, it's just like you know? playing the drums, in my opinion. Yeah. Like I, I tell people it's like driving a, a stick car. You have to learn to do five things at once when you're playing a drum set. Right. And that's not an easy thing to do exactly. because one foot is doing one, the other's doing that, one hand is on this side, the other hand is doing that, and you have to maintain. Takes work. Takes practice. Yeah. Exactly. Keep time and listen exactly. and everything, but eventually it becomes second nature. And so if you're going to let that define your life, then you're not going to get anywhere. You have to get to the point mm-hmm. because Paul said, right, that suffering, that gives perseverance. Perseverance gives character. Character gives hope. Yes. Right? The opposite of hope is fear, mm-hmm. right? Fear is the expectation of bad things, of bad things yep. right? Hope is the expectation of good things, mm-hmm. right? So there we have it. We have this crux in our mind what are we going to do are we going to use our time being frustrated being worrying or are we going to become proactive and not reactive yeah we're going to get up we're going to stand on our own two feet and get moving we're going to learn to put one foot in front of the other Mm -hmm. and we're going to tackle the problems as they arise yep and we're going to build hope and let's build that hope and that's victory yes so remember, it's not about being first, but it's about running the race and getting across that line. Even if it takes you 20 years, one year, whatever it takes, keep that fight going. We want to hear what you have to say. We encourage you to go to our Facebook page and download the, uh, the Omar, and it's for free. So you can follow along. And there's a daily devotion with it. And it's really awesome. We will be um, doing a video once a week on the Omar on our TikTok page. And it will also be on our Instagram and our Facebook page. We want to hear from you. Please write us on our Facebook page. Um, Your comments, your questions, whatever you want uh, to know about, we're here to answer. And we love you guys. Be at peace.